Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. This is Unnecessary Roughness. Roughness. You got to score points to win. You can't win without scoring points. Touchdown Raiders! He went right through the line and gives Vegas a touchdown to extend the lead. Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Here's your boy Q. And here we go, Raider Nation. We are live in Indianapolis. This is the second day that we've been here. We are on Radio Row, or it's kind of like a Radio Row. It's it's a Radio Row. Radio it's not, Room. It's not. It's Radio Room. There's a good. Yeah, Radio Room. I like that. It's a nice little Radio Room. It's almost like we're. Uh, it's it's kind of split, right? There's all the TV stations on one side, or the big setups like SiriusXM and CBS, and you know peacock and all those big setups and then of course podiums are on one side as well and then there's uh the rest of us the others right and we're over here uh there's probably about 25 tables or so uh but we're here officially here for this combine of course yesterday i was doing the show live from the airbnb but today we are in the mix of everything and i'll say this as vinnie bonsignor joins us here at the table uh this is now the the easy part of the day. I mean, we've been hustling oh, yeah. <laughs> all morning long. We've been on the grind. And so now we actually get to sit down and talk about what we've been seeing, what we've been hearing, who we've been talking to. This is the fun part now, my man. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm glad that you're here. Um, yes. There's a first time for everything. Absolutely. And uh, uh, Q being here at the, at the scouting combine, it's one of the great events uh, on the NFL calendar. And we were just talking about this, you know, off air about how Super Bowl row, radio yep. row, um, it's, it's kind of a party atmosphere and, and all that, but it's also the end of something. This is right. really the beginning of the offseason for the NFL. Um, free agency's right around the corner. Right. But you see players, we just saw players, the tight ends were walking right. into the building yeah. as we yeah. were leaving to go yep. talk to, uh, uh, Dave Ziegler just a few minutes ago. And, um, and, and, you know, you see, we see all of our colleagues here. Right. Uh, from the NFL Network, all these other teams, other reporters, all the general managers and coaches, and you feel like something's getting done here. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. That's exactly right. Like in the at the, at the Super Bowl, it's sort of a fun time. Right. Um, it's like it's the capper to the season. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And this is you. You, you know, between the players. Uh, and the team, something uh, important is getting it done. As you said it perfectly, this is when teams get built. This is part yep. of the process of teams getting built, and no, none more than the Raiders. Right. And look, I, I know that the new league year doesn't start till March fifteenth, but it really feels like it officially For starts sure. here, right? Yeah. I mean, because they're starting to dig into these uh, draft prospects. They're obviously talking with uh, other other teams, other agents. They're doing. Um, Legal tampering that's not tampering, but, I mean, they're doing what they do. Business is taking is being taken care of here uh, in Indy. And so, again, to me, it just feels like this is the beginning of the new league year and a bunch of teams are having the opportunity to, to really take a step forward. And the Raiders need to have a step forward taking this offseason to improve off the product that we saw last season where they resulted in a 6-11 and overall season. Now, we are here thanks to Boyd Gaming, the official local casino of the Las Vegas Raiders. We definitely appreciate them. Damon Cotton's back in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio as myself and Vinny are here in Indy. Damon, are you feeling a little bit extra buzz today compared to yesterday when we took the airwaves? Oh, yes, like so many, so much buzz, as you said, but also just not the Raiders because you're obviously listening to the sound of McDaniels at the podium and all of that good stuff, but every team, it's feel like every team, not, they're essentially on the yep. clock right now. Yep. So, yeah, there's buzz from every team, looking at every team's coach or GM, just have a little snippet here, a snippet there. So it's just taking in all the information from every team in the league today. No doubt, and Vinny, DeMond brings up a really good point when it comes to, you know, all the different teams and the way that they were at the podium represented. While we were talking to head coach Josh McDaniels, there was four or five other GMs or head coaches talking at that time, and really at that moment, it hit me like, wow, this is really going down. Right. You know? It's crazy. Absolutely. You know what else hit me? Sean Payton's the Denver Broncos coach. Right, right. As he walked right by us, I was like, yeah, that's true. Two podiums down from Josh, and you're like, the reality hit, like, man. Another great coach uh, in this division, so um, you know, and, and uh, he's obviously a proven uh, commodity. But but yeah, um, it's it's really going down. And tonight, yes. as Josh McDaniels talked about, uh, a ton of interviews that are set up. And how many times have we heard the word quarterback? Yeah, here for the Raiders. I mean, that's been the theme. It, it has to be. It, it has to be. But the thing about it is that we know there's other elements. You know, the totally. defense. You know, I, I know Vic Tafer, I believe, when Josh was at the podium, I think he was the first one to bring up defense. And right. It was almost when he was done. Right. Right. Because every question was about quarterback. Even there were some Patriot reporters and they were talking about like Mac Jones mm-hmm. or Bill O'Brien. But for the most part, it was 
all quarterback until Vic actually asked a question about defense, and I asked a question about defense, but it's no doubt when it comes to the Raiders and the theme here this week is all quarterback. Well, when only Chase Garbers true. is under contract right now, right? Uh, that tells the whole story. Uh, you know, not only do they need a starting quarterback, they may need a backup quarterback. Right. I think, um, you know, probably a good chance that Jared Stidham it makes sense. will be here in some form or, or fashion, maybe even the starter, right? Uh, you know, to start 2023 or uh, a backup, depending on what happens in free agency, right? What happens in the draft? There's so many different um, paths this thing can take. Yep. But the fact is, there's one quarterback right now uh, on, on the Raiders roster, and he hasn't thrown an NFL quarter, uh, pass <laughs> or played in an NFL game right. yet. Well, and, and, and until last year, the last two games of the season, Jared Stidham hadn't either. Right. right? I mean, he had never started a game. Right. <laughs> you know, so that was – that. I mean, they, they don't have a whole lot that they're working with as far as experience. And the one thing I could say, I think if I had to sum it up from my takeaways from today, uh, listening to Josh McDaniels multiple times, uh, just – talking to Dave Ziegler, uh, which was such an opportunity, man. That was, I mean, that was one of those, wow, this is really cool moments. I feel like I was sitting at a royal, like a royalty table, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was only a handful of us, right? you know, and we were just sitting there talking to him. We spent a good 25, 30 minutes. That was, that was special right there. But the theme that I take away, the biggest thing that stands out to me is that everything is on the table. There it is. is no, you know what I mean? There's nothing that is like, oh, there's no chance that they do this. I believe every option is on the table right now. I told a story uh, earlier um, on the uh, on the tailgate show and the morning show, and John Lynch walking past us. That's, that's right. th- These are the people you see yep. here at the at the combine. Um, and if you if you give me a minute here to, to tell this story yeah. and why you can't get locked in mm-hmm. on a plan, why why everything needs to be on the table. And you have to be honest about that and open-minded to wherever that process is going to take you. Right. Um, listen, John Lynch tells a story about his first year as a general manager of the 49ers. It's Kyle Shanahan's first year as the head coach. They go into that offseason thinking they're going to sign Kirk Cousins <laughs> right. the following offseason. Yep. That was literally the plan. Yep. All right? So uh, there's a lot of good quarterbacks that were taken in that draft, one of which was a guy by the name of Patrick Mahomes. He, he ended up being pretty good. He ended up being pretty good. <laughs> and here's the thing. John Lynch goes down to Lubbock, Texas yep. to watch Patrick Mahomes, not because they were interested in him, mm-hmm. but because they wanted to deke everybody else into thinking right. that they were interested in him. Meanwhile, right. they had their plan. It wasn't going to be to draft a quarterback, and they didn't. However, John Lynch goes down there, and lo and behold, a guy by the name of Patrick Mahomes puts on a show. Right. I think there was wind. There might have been some rain. It's and East was, Texas. There ain't nothing but wind. Right? Exactly. <laughs> there so ain't nothing but wind. Putting on a show. <laughs> right. Q. Yep. He calls up Kyle Shanahan and says, hey, I know we have the direction that we want to go in here right. and talked about, but I don't know, man. I think we should really consider Patrick Mahomes. And they said, no, let's stay with the plan. Yeah. And you know what? That's a, that, that, that is why you don't get locked into something. Right. Because, Q, as I sit here right now, how many Super Bowls do you think the 49ers would have right now if Patrick Mahomes was their quarterback? With that defense? Right. And everything else. They wouldn't right. have lost anything. Right. Who would they draft? Solomon um, Th- uh, Thomas. So who, yeah. who was a wash. Right. They didn't waste any. They wouldn't nope. have wasted anything. Nope. They would have obviously added And they were something. in position to get them, too. I mean, they wouldn't have had to trade up Nothing. like Kansas City had to do. Absolutely. And they would have done the Raiders a favor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. No doubt. Talk about the ripple effect of right. all that. Right. Um, so, but it's a it's a lesson in, and it's, he says it still to this day haunts me. Yeah. Because they got locked. It's the one that got away. Into, yes, they mm-hmm. they got locked, and it was because they 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 yeah. were predetermined what right. they were going to do, and didn't let the process right. truly lead them to a decision. Had they, hey, I, I I'm here in Lubbock. I'm not supposed to be here. Right. I don't necessarily want to be here. I didn't come here thinking that I was going to get wowed, but I did. Mm-hmm. And we should think about that and take that a little more seriously. So, yes, to your point, everything's on the table right now as it should. Right. It's almost like, you know, getting locked in and predetermining what you're going to do. It's almost like a quarterback, right? If they predetermine, okay, it's going to option one right. no matter what. I don't care if he's covered. I don't care if he exactly. slips and falls. It's going this direction. You're out of the picture. Right. Whereas the touchdown might be on the right. other side of the field. Right. You can't do that. You can't do that. And that is my biggest takeaway from, from today from being able to be around Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels and even hearing what other GMs are talking about. Because that's, I mean, literally, you know, like uh, Todd Bowles just walked by right. us. You know, he just came by right by, and I'm thinking, one, that's a rather large dude. <laughs> I mean, you don't really know no. until you see these guys in yeah. person, especially coaches, because coaches don't look right. enormous on the sideline. But I was, 
saw Todd Bowles this morning. We were getting our credential, and I saw him again. I was like, dang, it's a big cat, man. No wonder <laughs> he's, out, no wonder he's got that defensive-minded right. guy, right? He's a defensive dude. So, uh, yeah, man, that's that's just one of the things. That's one of the big themes that I took away. And, of course, I'll have uh, plenty of topics to get to on today's show. But uh, let me go ahead and run down the show. Coming up at 2.30, uh, we had Josh McDaniels at the podium, but we also got an opportunity to talk to Josh McDaniels outside in the hallway. It was a little exclusive. It was about uh, eight or nine of us. Uh, it was really a good opportunity to talk to him. So it wasn't something that – was uh, on the morning tailgate, which was fantastic, by the way, to start off the morning tailgate with Josh McDaniels just leading off the day on Radio Nation Radio 920. I thought that that was great. And even at the podium, McDaniels had a lot of good stuff to say. Definitely. He had a lot of good stuff. I thought he said a lot of good things about Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. thought he mentioned, uh, again, not getting married to one situation, right. you know, and just kind of leaving everything all open. But I do know he was excited about the interviews tonight for the quarterbacks. He was. And you know what else? Uh, my takeaway from that is um – you know, and we, we see this on social media all the time that he's locked in on his system. Yeah. I don't think there's don't anything either. but that. I mean, like, yep. like it's the complete opposite. He said our system will be suited to the quarterback. Right. Like, we'll make that work. Yep. Um, and I think it's just it's laziness, to be honest with you. Uh, it's easy. It's, it's easy. easy and yeah. It's, yeah, it's easy and it's lazy to just assume, oh, uh, he's, he's married to his system and his system only and he's, not, and he's unbending. That, that, that's a crock of you-know-what. Right. Go back to when in 2020 when he, re, he completely redid right. the offense for Cam Newton. And I know they didn't win. And he win. brought that up today. He brought that up. He yeah. said, you know, one year I had Tom. Next day yeah. I had Cam. Next day I had Mac. Now I had Derek. I mean, he's right. four different quarterbacks. And we're not sitting here um, – like defending Josh McDaniels, what we're asking people to do is do a little research. Think a little bit outside the box. Get away from the group think that, you know, you hear something on or see something on Facebook or Twitter that somebody said, and and that becomes gospel, when in reality it isn't at all. So whether it's Anthony Richardson, whether it's uh, C.J. Stroud, whether it's Will Levis, whether it, no matter what, yeah, they're going to have their unique talents right. that they bring, just like any other quarterback does. And good coaching takes whatever that talent is, whatever the strong point of that skill set is, and tries their best to get the most out of that. You know, it is funny after talking to Dave Ziegler and Joshua Daniels today, it very well easily could be. All four of those quarterbacks that you mentioned, even Hendon Hooker, they all could slide by and not end up a Raider at all. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, it's, it's very much on the table. That's why I keep saying that everything is on the table. Everything is on the table, including falling in love with the guy. Yep. Or resisting the urge. You know, yep. being open-minded to falling in love. Right. Uh, but also being open, open-minded to not, even though there is a massive need. We all right. we just talked about Chase Garbers is yep. the only quarterback uh, on the roster. Um, so there's a massive need. But is but you can't let that need push you into making a mistake. Right, right, Now, right, I'm right. not saying that that's going to happen. And I, I do believe that there's a couple of really good quarterbacks in this draft. Agreed. Probably more than a couple. Um, but you have to find that right, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that right guy uh, and not be so pressured into, boy, we need a quarterback. We better just do what we got to get just to do get it anyway. a quarterback. Just do it, yeah. It's, just, not, it's not a quarterback. Right. They need the, the right quarterback. Exactly, exactly. It's not, it's not like you're going to the store and you're just getting a gallon of milk, right? right? You know, <laughs> you better get the right gallon of milk, exactly. right? You got to make it happen. So uh, you'll hear from head coach Joshua Daniels coming up at 2.30 uh, with our conversation we had with them in the hallway uh, right outside uh, Radio Row here. And so that was a nice little conversation. You'll hear that at 2.30. Our guy, John McClain, gallerysports.com nice. and Sports Radio 610. Uh, we'll call him at 3 o'clock and have him on the show. He's been watching. Uh, Walking around here at Radio Row, and I thought he was going to be here at the table, but he already made his way to to his room. So I said, "Hey, no worries. We'll we'll give you a call. Go ahead and relax, because there's a lot of walking here." Oh yeah, I, I, I <laughs> you forgot t- to tell I, me. I didn't tell you about that part because we are in a convention center, yep. and um, convention centers are pretty darn big. Yep. For for obvious reasons, so uh, so yeah, they take they take. Every inch of this, and then some. And then there's also there's a couple other conventions going right. on mm-hmm. at the same time, so you got to be careful which uh, door you open. But, yeah, there's a lot of – but I think we've solved it. Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. I think we've solved it. Oh, yeah, no, we're good. We're good. We got. We got. We do have it all solved and on the way to, to make it work, so we're, we're good. <laughs> we, we're, we've made our laps. We've kind of made our wrong turns and our right turns. We know where everything's kind of at. We just took an Uber that was, what, three minutes from if one that, spot yeah. to the other? I mean, right around the corner. That's the one thing. Everything is, is really close together, so even if you do have to take an Uber, you ain't going to be in it very yeah. long, so don't get comfortable. So John McClain will join us coming up at 3 at 3.30. Nick Shook from NFL Network, he'll join us as well. I uh, always like to catch up 
with Nick. He's here doing his grind. Uh, I know he's putting out some stuff by free agency, uh, about free agency. I saw it on Twitter earlier. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's always uh, a good guy to talk to. So we'll do that at 3.30. And then in the 4 o'clock hour, very excited about the 4 o'clock hour. We mentioned multiple times that we just talked to GM Dave Ziegler, spent about 25 minutes with him. We'll hear part one of the conversation around 4 o'clock. We'll break it on down, what he had to say, and then about 4.30, we'll hear part two. So I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. I'll just tell you right now, great stuff. I've always been impressed whenever I hear Dave Ziegler, but, I mean, just 25 minutes that we just had with him. It sounds like, and I know I don't know the plan, and you don't know the plan specifically, it definitely feels like they have a plan. It's not like they're just going and trying to wing it. I agree, and, I, and I've, I've, I've kind of felt that way for a while. Yeah. Uh, now, I know that you know, you can't, there's no excusing 6-11. and 11. Right, no. Um, and no. we're not sitting here trying to. Uh, it happened. Uh, there's a lot of reasons why it happened. Uh, but, 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 but I think the Raiders have the right decision makers in mm-hmm. place. It feels um, like it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I t- I'm not, you know, we were talking about this. It's not because... We're being told. We're here talking to them or anything. Yeah, yeah just, right? It, it, you can – you a lot, just get a sense. You yes. just get a kind of a sense. Right, exactly. You know? And, 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 and trying to get it done the right way. Um, and I think that um, – I think, I think it's pretty obvious that there's a support from a Mark Davis to yep. let these guys have the necessary time to do what they need to do to get this thing right because it hasn't been right, Q. No. Not for Not for a while. There's a lot of reasons for that. And first and foremost – the talent acquisition ability has just failed them right. over the years. It's it all starts right there. You could talk about scheme. Yep. You could talk. You, you, um, uh, Denny Green used to always say this: "There's no coach walking in with any magic wand right. to turn things to magically turn things around. It always starts with talent, and it always will, and it always has. Uh, and I think that that's first. What they recognize is." There's a need for more talent, especially defensively. We've been talking about that, yep. and I'm sure we're going to get into that uh, quite a bit. The need for explosiveness, playmaking, intelligence. It's just not here right now at the level it needs to be here. Right. You want to talk about Max Crosby? Great. Who then else what? are you talking about? Right. Who else are you talking about? It's Who just, are you it, hanging your hat on defensively? Max Crosby. Yeah. Max Crosby. I have a little confidence in Nate. Same here. But he also took a step back, uh, and I think a lot of it had to do with injury yep. last year. But – I mean, availability is your best ability, exactly. right? So he's got to prove that he can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. So that's you know that's something that he's got to prove. I think that the skills are there to get it done. Absolutely. The physicality is there. The mentality is there. But I mean, you don't. What does Lincoln always say? You don't make the club in the tub, right? You have to. He, you know. So so I, I agree with you. I, I feel good about Nate, but he just has to get back out on the field on a yep. consistent basis. Trayvon Merrick. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like there's the skill set is there, but he needs to step it up. He needs to step it up in a major way. Divine Diablo, um, unfortunately for him, he got hurt, so yeah. uh, you know he lost a lot of valuable time this year. But we're, but we're we're still talking about even in those three cases, kind of unknowns right, right now. Big question. Marks. Max Crosby's the only known factor right, right now that that you know. Uh, when it gets right down to it, he's a guy, the kind of guy that can make a play, that can be a difference maker. Yep. Um, and and other than that, there just isn't any on defense, and it's been a big problem now for the Raiders for a long time. And you know, I know Q uh, would agree with me. Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels want to change that. Yep. <laughs> but you don't change it until you get the necessary time to invest in this draft next year's draft, this year's free agency, next year's free agency. It's going to take a little while to get that done because it doesn't magically happen overnight. Right. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And as a matter of fact, going to be a theme when it comes up to the opening drive. So we'll uh, we'll jump in it. Josh McDaniels is coming up at 2.30. John McClain at 3. Nick Shook at 3.30. Then in the 4 o'clock hour, you'll hear from Raiders GM Dave Ziegler. With that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the opening drive. The opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 is brought to you by Southern Nevada Chevy Dealers, home of the Chevy Silverado, the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. All right, so here we go. Let's jump into the opening drive as we kind of gave you a preview already. But everything that we've been talking about and all the people that we've been talking to and everything that we heard, and Vinny, I'll start with you and then we'll go to DeMond in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. Uh, this sounds like that. You know, the, Mark Davis, you mentioned the owner of the Raiders, uh, has the back of Dave Ziegler and, and Josh McDaniels to do things the right way. And I'll say that in air quotes because mm-hmm. obviously we have to see how it shakes out. Right. But it does sound like that some patience is going to be needed. Right. So my question that I ask, and I throw it out there to Raider Nation as well, 702-365-9200. And, of course, our Don't Be Broke.com text line is 69187, keyword R&R. How much patience are you willing to have with the Raiders, one, in their quarterback search, and 
them attempting to build the team, and I say in air quotes, the right way. Right. Um, how much How much patience do you think Raider Nation needs to have? Wow, man. Uh, it's, a, it's a good question because I think – um, I think you know progress when you see progress. Mm-hmm. And so if there's uh, definite progress being made, let's say on the defensive side of the football yeah. uh, next year, I think that will go a long way toward buying a little bit more patience. You know, mm-hmm. if you're not seeing it, if they completely nosedive and it's a 2-15 and 15 season and there's no hope and they're just getting blown out and guys are running into each other right. and it just looks hopeful, just ho- looks hopeless, bad, yeah. uh, that's going to go into how much more patience – or how less patience uh, you're going to get at that point. Right. But I think if guys are if, – if, if, if you're – we should know when we're seeing it, right? Right. I, I don't know the answer to that question right now, but I think next year will uh, provide some, some insight, uh, maybe create some leeway. Right. It might not be uh, you know, a play, the playoffs or an AFC championship game, but if you're going, wow, they're playing good, they're playing mm-hmm. smart football, they're making more plays defensively, the court, young quarterback's coming along, right. um, you know, and, and you're seeing that progress, then I think that'll go a long way. That would be something that would excite me. I'll just go ahead yeah. and be, and be um, you know, I'll be a little um, selfish here, let's put it like that. And if they had a young stud quarterback right. that they believed was going to be the future, I wouldn't mind watching him grow. Right. Right? I mean, look, as a guy, and I've said it many times, you know, grew up Raider fan, long, long, lifelong Raider fan, I want to see them win. I want to see them go to the playoffs. I mean, selfishly, that's what I want. Right. But if I were to see a guy that was a young stud quarterback, whoever they chose it to be, I don't, it doesn't really make me a difference to me. Uh, you know, I just want to see them put out the best product on the field. But if there was an opportunity to see that young dude grow, I would – I would feel good about that. Right. I mean, that's, honestly, that's the same thing I did for Derek Carr in 2014. Right. I was like, okay, they haven't had a quarterback in a long time. They finally got one. Let's see what he could do. Right. And, you know, he did what he he did, and he stabilized that position for nine years. And so now, first time since I've been covering the team that they need a quarterback. So it's different. Yeah. Right? So, uh, you know, so patience is going to be needed. Patience is, is definitely going to be needed. I do think we talked uh, today uh, to Dave and, and Josh. The way this offense is set up, mm-hmm. I think even with a young quarterback – um, they should be able to score. They should be able to compete. Like, it's not going to yeah. be a – like, normally when a young quarterback comes into a situation, it's just, well, you played bad. That's why you have such a good young quarterback. Um, you know, we're able to draft a good young right. quarterback. But sometimes you're throwing him literally to the fire. Right. I don't think that's going to be the case here. Not with the, the weapons that they have around him. He's just the, – the biggest thing I think a young quarterback would have to do is figure it out. You yeah. know, figure right. out the verbiage, figure out the offense. And, and that also has a little bit to do with – the coach put him in a position, like you saw Josh Daniels put Mac Jones in a position when he was there in New England. So I'll pass the sticks on to DeMond Cotton again back in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. As far as patience, how much are you willing to give, or how much do you think Raider Nation should be willing to give this staff to be able to, in, in again, in air quotes, build it the right way and even find their quarterback of the future, meaning that you might not have their quarterback of the future this uh, after this draft? I think that they should give them this season here. And I know that's going to be difficult. So my answer is technically one season, but it's two seasons to Raider Nation because they're going to be looking at last season as, why do you need another season? But last season was the, hey, it's not working with the pieces that we got, mainly at quarterback, so now we have to start over. So this season here, as we talked about a little bit yesterday, I'm expecting next season to be maybe 6-11, and 7-10. and 10, You know, you know mm-hmm. no more than eight wins is what I'm expecting for next season. But I do think that after that one, so going into what would that be, geez, 2024-25 season, that that's when it's going to be, okay, now you've had the two years, year three, exactly, excuse me, there we go. So year three for this regime is that I feel that that's the year where the expectation should be ramped up for Raider Nation. Right, okay, well, there you go. That's DeMond's answer right there. And, you know, the thing about it is that this is, is – like, I'm trying to think of the, the exact way to say it. I mean, there's so many holes on the team, right? And that's something that's been alluded to multiple times, Vinny, is that there's so many holes on the team, but you just want to see you want to see the steps in the right direction. You want to see those guys looking like, looking like they know exactly what they're doing and, and being able to finish some games off. Think about this. Even if they are still building and they're not only expected to be a 10 or 11 win team this next year, if they even split the games that they lost, the single digit games that they lost, I mean, you're almost a 10 win team there. I was just going to go there. As uh, there are holes on this defense, there's and and maybe on this off and uh, not maybe and on the offensive line, but in spite of that, like you just said, you just said it. They were a nine one score. Nine of their losses right. were one score losses. Right. Like as bad as it. It, 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 it's been in terms of the lack of talent defensively and some mm-hmm. of the drafting that led to that. 
they were still more than competitive last year. Right. It just that's the thing. Like like if they're not competitive, that's a whole other story right. next year. But I do think that they're still going to be competitive. I think that there's a chance. Like if if you do get the right, whether it's a, a rookie quarterback or they go into free agency to mm-hmm. get a quarterback. I think there's a chance that this offense is going to be able to compete. And if you improve just a little bit on defense, you might be in position to really turn that one-score thing around. Right. And so I want to hear from you, Raider Nation. You know, uh, we we talked about patience. Again, one of the things I came away from today is that uh, they're very confident in, in the building process. They're not going to try to rush anything. They're not going to try to uh, cheat the process. They're not going to try to make the you know a quick cheat code and say, oh, this is going to give us an extra four or five wins. I don't feel like that they're going to do that. You know, regardless of what I've ever said, because I'll be one that's willing to say, hey, sometimes I'll say something and and maybe it's not really what they're thinking, right? right. I mean, again, it's just my gut feeling. I've been all offseason long saying that they need to win 10 or 11 games and who knows they could be on a hot seat. From the approach that I got or from the feeling I got from there, it didn't feel like that they have that that feeling at all. I feel like they're very confident. As long as they don't you know, wet the bed this year, they'll be fine. Yeah, you and, know? and the worst thing that they could do, like you just said, game the system so that um – you know, to, to, for, the, for for almost selfish purposes, right? When it's not you know conducive or it's not um, helping you in the long run, right? Exactly. Seven zero two three six five nine two hundred. We want to hear from you, my man, Demond Cotton. Who you got in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio, my man? Paul in Temecula. Paul, welcome to the show. What's on your mind, brother? What's up, Q? What's up, what? Vinny? How you doing? Good, Good man. How you doing? Good, thanks. Hey, um, so to answer your question, um, I'm, I'm looking into like realistically, like. Uh, three three seasons. Okay. Like so so so. Hear me out on this. Okay. So I think I think the first season that we just went through was uh kind of like let's go all in. We're just coming off a playoff appearance. Let's we trade for Devonte. Uh, we signed Chandler. Right. Let's see what we got. And it didn't work out. Right. It didn't work out. We moved on. Um, and to be realistically, like, this is going to be like the, and, and this season was like kind of like a wash, all right? They brought in high, high profile players. It, it didn't work out. And, and I, 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 I think that Mark Davis kind of signed off on, on that plan. So realistically, this is the first draft with potentially, right, if we don't trade anything, a first round pick and a second round pick that we didn't have last year. So, you got to get these players in, develop these players from this draft, and I think another draft after that. So actually heading into their fourth year, I think is where we're going to really see the fruits of this labor. Like, I, I know Radio Nation is tired of losing and all that, and believe me, I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat. But if we really want this to work, we need to be patient with this regime. I'm, I'm maybe on the short end of the stick. I actually like McDaniels and Ziegler. I like McDaniel's a lot. I think from an X's and O's standpoint, I think he's he's up there with with uh, the the play callers like uh, Reed and and Sean Payne and all those guys. Um, I just think that you need to find their players, develop the players. Just because you draft a first and a second round pick, you know potentially you want them to be Pro Bowl players, but they're still going to go through growing pains. They still got to develop these guys. So I think this year's draft. Next year's draft, heading into technically year four, is I think when when we should like really be in line to make a really good push. With that being said, there still needs to be improvement along those ways and along those seasons, right? So that's what I that's what I think. Yeah, I completely agree, and that's what I guess I was alluding to. I think you'll 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 we'll see if uh, we'll be able to tell if there is improvement uh, or, or or not, and I and I think that um, you know that'll that'll go a long way toward continuing that patience uh, or not continuing that right. patience. And my question has always been, if you're going to fire Josh McDaniels, which is ludicrous, it's not going to happen, for who? Who's going to change what the state of this team really is right, right. now? There's, like I said, there's no magic wand. No, no, it's not. We had a call yesterday that said the culture has to be changed, and that's part of the culture process, right? Definitely. And I know for fans, lifelong fans, it's been forever, and it sucks. It really does. But it sounds like, again, just from my takeaways from today even, it feels like that that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a building 
process. He's Vinny Bonsignor. We got Demond Cotton in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. Of course, I'm Q Myers, and we're here in Indianapolis at the Scouting Combine 2023. When we come back, we'll get a couple more of your calls, but you'll hear the conversation that we had with head coach Josh McDaniels, not at the podium, but in the hallway following that podium conversation. You'll hear that next on Red Nation Radio 920. That was the opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Brought to you by Southern Nevada Chevy Dealers, home of the Chevy Silverado, the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. Our coverage of the 2023 Scouting Combine in Indianapolis is brought to you by Boyd Gaming, the official locals casinos of the Las Vegas Raiders. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. Got a couple quick texts I want to get to as we're here in Indianapolis at the Scouting Combine 2023. Scouting Combine here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Excited for the opportunity to be here. And uh, we got a couple texts when we were talking about patience and we're talking about where uh, everything could be going and just kind of the, the takeaways that I had. You know, I know Vinny's had his own takeaways that he's been talking about for a while, but this is really kind of what I took away from just being here today. Mike said on Twitter, are you guys for real? As long as we're not 2-15 and 15 and the players aren't running into each other, let's run it back. <laughs> I mean, that, that obviously was just a, a statement. That wasn't really like, oh, 2-15, and 15, you know, that's what's going to get you fired or whatever. I mean, it's, it's basically they have to be a, a progress, right? They have to be – you have to see the team build. That's basically what you were saying when you were talking about 2-15 and 15 and seeing the guys uh, running into I was trying team. to make the point where we'll know it when we see it. Right. We'll know if it's completely not working. Uh, and I was just using that as a, uh, a, right. a an analogy, like right. guys running into each other. Obviously, that's, you know, anything – you know, if it's a little bit short of that, no, uh, that's <laughs> right. not working either, but – uh, work got, with me a little bit, you buddy. Gotta see, yeah, you got to see the progress. Yeah, you, you, yeah you, we'll know when it's we'll know if it's working and headed in the right direction. And we'll know if it's going south. That's that's the point right. that I'm trying to make. Exactly. Jason in Maryland hit us up on the dobybroke.com text line. No confidence in this front office. They've shown me nothing. They talk a good game, but I don't see the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Y'all keep trying to brainwash us, brainwash us with. Uh, seems to me we'll be trash the next two or three years. I'm tired of hearing all the ifs. If if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. And he also said, I've been patient for 38 years. I'm not hearing any of these excuses for this front office y'all are giving them. Tired of hearing if. They need to just improve the damn team. Would love to know what his plan was going into <laughs> last year. Right. Like, what, what, you know, like, what, what, what did they do so badly, like Dave Ziegler do so badly uh, last offseason? Don't bring Chandler Jones into the equation. Everyone was applauding. The Chandler Jones. Yeah, I signing. thought it was a good one. I thought it was a good one. Yeah, it just didn't work out. Right, it didn't work out. So I'm wondering, like, okay. Um, well, I mean, he went and got Devontae Adams. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. What Ziegler? What were you thinking? Right, right. I mean, that obviously worked out just fine. But I mean, you know, the the team. And again, I to Jason's point, I get it. I mean, 38 years. I understand that. You know, completely. I totally get it. Like, and that's why I threw the question out there: How much patience are you willing to give this front office? If any, right. you know, in, in the quarterback building process, they got to find a quarterback, and they also got to build the team. So Jason clearly doesn't want to give many, and that's fine. Okay, so that's, I, that's fine. It, 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 it's it's fine, but I mean, at what point do you stop? Do you do you stop always firing people, right. And start giving something the necessary time. That's always been my question. Yeah, no, and that's a that's a very valid question. See, Eddie, uh, that's a very valid question, and and the you know the thing about me is like I get it. I'm, uh, you know, I understand where Jason's coming from. I, I get frustrated by by losses after losses totally. after seasons after seasons. I mean, I, I remember the glory days sitting in the Coliseum when they were playing in the playoffs and having a chance to go to the Super Bowl. This, that, and the other. But it's been a very, very Too long. long time since then. Let's get a couple quick uh, calls in, and then we'll get to uh, we'll get to Josh McDaniels as he met with us a little earlier. Uh, Geese mode, you're up first. What's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, Q? How's it going, Vinny? What's good? Hey, hey man, how you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I just wanted to touch on the topic real quick. I guess I'm a little bit more optimistic than the last texture. I mean, I'll say it like this. Uh, over this next year is where my patience at. I want to okay. see what this front office has got going because they're doing some of the right things and they're saying all the right things. So it seems like they're making a little bit of marginal progress. But what I'm really most excited about is the Las Vegas David Copperfield mind, mind freak type of uh, magic they got up their sleeves because they proved that they could do this much last season with a Devontae trade. So I'm holding hope out that they got something going, cooking in the books or working some of their business magic to make something special happen for the season to get us excited again. Um, otherwise, other than that, you know, thanks for taking my call. 
and uh, have a good one. Yeah, I thought it was interesting talking to Dave Ziegler just a little while ago about where they are right now compared yeah. to where they were last year working with a new scout. Right, staff. right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, that was a big difference. Right, exactly. And and like you know, people don't maybe necessarily. I know I don't uh, take it, take this into account, but like the grading system yeah. that this um, you know that, that Dave Ziegler and that scouting staff has, or, or the people that he brought in and uses, yeah. compared to what was being in even what, for free agents. Yeah, I found that to be interesting right. when he said that. I almost uh, followed it up with. Okay, so what was the grade? So did they have Chandler Jones graded really high, or did you? You know, I mean, I right. almost asked that, but there were so many questions being asked. So right, exactly. Yeah. And it's, who would have predicted? Who could have really predicted the kind of season that Chandler Jones right. had this? Sometimes year? you miss, and it's right. free agency. You know, free agency is is it's it's a crapshoot. It really is. Sometimes you get a, a a really good player, and sometimes you just get a dud. Do you think he responds this year? I don't know. I really don't. Um, I feel like he was getting, he was trending better towards the yeah. end of the season, and then he got hurt in that Christmas Eve game. But it's tough, man. He's getting older, right? right? It's hard to just say, hey, you know, recharge the battery and come out guns blazing next year. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna be interesting. I think that he's gonna have to return on a restructured deal because he has a lot of money that he's owed, and especially on the on the cap hit. Um, I think it'd be good to get a young stud behind him. I think they definitely want that. You know, and and maybe he becomes a situational pass rusher. I don't know, but. I feel like there's a place for him, but he's not the guy. I don't think he's the guy that you have to, you could depend on to be the bookend from Max. No, and and for you know, in, in the reporting that I've done, uh, they want to bring in, like you said, a young stud, mm-hmm. not even necessarily behind him, right? In conjunction, right, with them. right, right. That's you yeah. know what I'm saying, like, yeah, to like, be a true bookend, yeah, yeah, and and allow maybe Chandler an opportunity to play less, yeah. Uh, and maybe the rewards will less increase. Less could be more. Yes, less exactly. Less could be more. Yep. But they also need to do that with Max. Um, you know, they played him. I forget what it was, the percentile that he played. 110% of the time? I mean, That's it's it too like. much. Yeah, yeah. It's too much. You're going to wear him out. And they, they trust me, they completely understand that. They need to find something on his side as well yeah. where they don't have to always run him out onto the field. That's... That's just, you know, by the end of the year, he's tired. Uh, By the end of games, he's tired. So, um, you know, they're going to have to do something about that as well. That's a big point right there is by the end of games, he's worn out. He needs to be fresh at the end of games when they need a closer. Exactly. They need a closer. Max could be the closer, but when he's had all the reps that he has, sometimes there's nothing left in the tank. That's a great, great point. Let's go back out to the phone lines real quick. Let's talk to our guy, Danny, in Vegas. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, Danny? Hey, what's up, Q? What's up, Vinny? Hey, I'm just tired. You know what I'm saying? I've been gotcha. a Raider fan since 19 when the Raiders won at the L.A. Coliseum. Mm-hmm. And when they won, they Super Bowl in Los Angeles. And it seemed like since then, it's been coach after coach, quarterback after quarterback, lie after lie, excuse after excuse. You know what I mean? As Raider fans, we got to go to work. We have all these other teams that we used to beat, dominate in the 70s and in the 80s. Now they don't pass us up. You know what I'm saying? When I was a kid going to the Coliseum, it was a commitment to excellence. You should love to go to the Raider games, even though it was half full because he wasn't winning, but you still knew that we was competitive. And right now it's like we don't went from commitment to excellence to, like, mediocrity. The best, the, the only thing I can think of is, like, when you when you were a kid, you can't make the same mistakes when you're 20 and you're 30, 30 and you're 40s. But we've been making those same mistakes like we're 20 years old. I heard, I heard um, Josh McDaniel this morning say we want explosive, we want a quarterback, John Gruden said the same thing. Shell said the same thing. John Gruden uh, the first time said the same thing. Jack Jarrell said the same thing. It's like, when is the message going to stop and something's going to be done about it? I think we deserve better. It's like, you go to Oakland, same thing. L.A., the same thing. Now in Vegas, it's the same exact thing. When is it going to stop? When is, I mean, guys- that's, a, that's, that's a great question. Thank you for the call, Danny. It's a great question, and that's what I, th- I, I think, I know, but – Again, I mean, it's it's just like like you said, rinse and repeat. It's what they're trying to do. It's what they're trying to do, and but it's and, hard to just say that and and, accept, and 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 have someone accept it when they've seen the rinse and repeat. They've seen the I rinse know. and repeat, so it's tough. I get it. And in 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 Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler's defense, they had nothing to do with any of that. What's mm-hmm. happened over the last twenty years? They're only responsible for from this point forward, and you know from when they got here. Uh, forward and really the only the only um, way we're going to figure out and know if they got it right is if they got the chance to get it right and that's probably going to be like you said a couple years down the line when we look back at this draft at last year's draft and if it's working and and guys are producing that's when you know whether or not this thing is working and and that's why i say 
Uh, I feel in my in my, my my instincts, and I feel like I have pretty good instincts, and I know Q does too. And we were literally talking about this on the way back to Radio Row. I feel like it's in good hands. Right. It doesn't guarantee anything at all, at all. But I feel like there's some intelligence behind and a plan behind what they're what they're trying to do. You know, and to be 100 percent honest, I was pumped up when Gruden returned the second time. Yeah. I thought, okay, you know, he's going to get a long-term deal. He's going to have that stability mm-hmm. and be able to build it. And, well, we all know how it all shook out, but I do feel like certain aspects were built in the right direction. They just missed on a lot of draft picks. Right. That, that Those draft capitals that they basically squandered, was that was almost a death nail for where the team is right now. One quick text. We'll take a break and come back to with head coach Josh McDaniels. This one's from the five and dime. Tay basically traded himself. Don't give Ziggy a lot of credit, but he pulled it off nonetheless. Outside of that, the front office of coaching staff failed to upgrade at any position group. Huge red flag. I don't trust their pressers anymore. I expect the coaching staff to draft pass uh, on uh, AR, draft Levis, and ultimately be proven to have taken the wrong guy. That's from the 510. So there you go. Again, I throw the question out there. How much patience are you willing to give this staff in finding a quarterback and building the team, again, in air quotes, the right way. Hit us up. 69187, keyword R&R. It's the text line. When we come back, you'll hear from head coach Josh Daniels. It's Radio Nation Radio 920. It's Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. And we are at the Scouting Combine, Indianapolis. We're in the Indiana Convention Center right now, Radio Row, or as Vinny said, Radio Room, whatever the case may be. We're going to be here East Coast time. We're going to be here till 8 p.m. We'll be the last of the Mohicans in this room, but that's okay. Of course, rocking on the West Coast, it is only 2.48 coming up at the top of the hour at 3 o'clock. John McClain, who is also here from GalleriesSports.com and Sports Radio 610, will join us on the phone lines to talk about the combine and what he's looking forward to and who he's been talking to since he's been here today. But one guy that myself and Vinny and others uh, had an opportunity to talk to earlier today following his, uh, his statements that he was making in his 15 minutes, 20 minutes he had at the podium was head coach Josh Daniels. Here's that conversation. Josh, um, going back to uh, Mac's rookie year, where you guys you guys made the playoffs with a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. Did that change anything on for you? Like you can compete with a first-year quarterback in the right situation? Um, I, I don't know if it changed anything for me. Um, I think we've seen that, you know, in our league, depending on who it is. Um, I think each situation is different. Um, you know, young players that come from college, some of them are more ready to handle what the National Football League is uh, a little quicker than others. Uh, some aren't. And so um, I've had a, a lot of experience going through that process. You know, Jacoby Brissett had to play as a rookie for us. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo did not. You know, uh, Matt Castle didn't have to play as a rookie. You know, played in his fourth year. Um, you know, and, and, and Mac played as a rookie. You know, so... Um, there's there's different situations where a rookie could be more uh, able to do that, um, but you know it, it it depends on the person. It really does. Obviously, that mm-hmm. does it does depend on that. But when you look at your offense with Devonte and Hunter and mm-hmm. Aaron Waller, bringing if you bring back Josh Jacobs, is that a conducive situation for a young quarterback to, to come into? And- yeah, I mean, when you got really good players around you, <laughs> I think it, yeah. I think any quarterback would say, you know, look, I play better when I have guys like that around me, um, and so. I think that's you know that would be the goal is to try to put a good supporting cast around whoever it is, um, and I just you know I said in there a number of times, but the quarterback room for us is going to change dramatically here in the new next two months. I mean, we only have Chase under contract at the moment, so um, I would imagine veterans, rookies, uh, maybe a couple of either you know uh, is is going to be in the cards here uh, as we go through it, but. I think some of that is going to be opportunity. Some of it's going to be, um, you know, can, can we acquire them? Um, but we're going to go through this process. I'm super excited for tonight because we get a, uh, the opportunity to, to interview some of them. Uh, this will be our my first impression uh, of some of these guys. And um, albeit short, um, it'll be meaningful. What's a, what's a Josh McDaniels meeting with a quarterback like? Is it pretty grueling or are you... Put him up on the whiteboard. It's like a media session. <laughs> no, it's great. Uh, it'll be good. Uh, you know, it's there's nothing. I mean, it, look, it's 18 minutes. Right. You know, I mean, I don't know how grueling it can be. You know, so um, we we really get a opportunity, get a feel for the the kid. Um, you know, kind of hear from him. Uh, he'll get an opportunity to make an impression on us with his personality, um, the way he, you know, the vibe in the room is. It, you know, you'll feel it. Um, and then we have. 
you know, video, whiteboard, um, so a little football talk, you know what I mean, that kind of stuff. So um, it's not enough to make an evaluation. It's an impression, and that's really what you got to be careful about doing is going too, too overboard on, on 18 minutes. Josh, last year you guys traded your first-round pick. Mm -hmm. How is you and Dave enter year two? Is this an important draft for you guys? I think every, every draft's important. Um, we're certainly not, you know, going to go through the year and act as if this is, you know, this is it, you know, whatever it is. I don't care what decision we're making. Um, we're trying to build in every stage of the year. Um, we have a lot of opportunities to do that and want to try to improve our football team in any way that we can. So um, this year is a little different because of where we're picking in each round and how many picks we have, you know, so. Um, it'll be an opportunity to, to add a good chunk of young players that hopefully, you know, what we need is we need a, a group of young players to become the core of this team going forward. You know, we have a few. We need more. Josh, I, I realize fans will say it's an excuse, but the reality is the Raiders have just failed prior to your arrival on so many draft picks that aren't even on the roster. How part of building depth is key to winning? Yeah. It's it, what's well, really important. Our, our league is, is in many ways a league of attrition, um, you know, and so I don't remember the exact number this year, but we had to play 70 some players, I think, over the course of the season. I think that's common for every team uh, nowadays. You know, you 17 games and, you know, long training camp and you go through the, the grind, you know, so um, depth and young depth is important. Um, because, you know, you're, you know, a lot of times, you know, you get these guys that are coming out of college and their bodies are a little healthier because they haven't taken the same pounding as some other guys have. So, um, you know, trying to find the right fits for us in every every pick that we have in the draft, including college free agency after the draft is going to be important. thought we found some good players after the draft last year. Our scouting department did a great job of Luke Masterson and Sam Webb and Darian Butler and. You know, we had a lot of guys that, that contributed, so uh, that'll be important to us again this year. Two-part question about the defensive line. Uh, obviously, you guys recently parted ways with, with Frank Ocam. Yep. Uh, what went into a decision? And then secondly, is defensive tackle specifically a position that you look to address in free agency in the draft? Yeah. Uh, Frank's a good coach and, you know, didn't have a lot of movement on our staff. We just, you know, felt like it was, it was something that we looked at. And, you know, Pat's got a, a fairly uh, broad expertise in that area, and I think, you, you know, may use – a little bit more of that going forward. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I think our, our, our defense is in, in, in some respects, uh, at some positions, is kind of a, uh, you know, uh, it's tailor-made for us to add some some young players or some new players, you know. We don't have a ton of players on the roster on defense right now. So um, it's going to be one of many uh, that we're going to target. But at the end of the day, we want every, every player we add to kind of, um, you know, improve the position that he's being, you know, added at, you know, and I think defensive line, corner, um, safety, inside linebacker. I mean, there's a lot of things we can do to try to make our defense better um, and hopefully more explosive. In your eyes and in Dave's eyes, what does a Raider look like to you guys? We're trying to build a tough, look, we want to build a tough team, a smart team, um, a team that can handle adversity and play well under pressure. Um, and I've used the word explosive a number of times today. Uh, our league is becoming that. And so if you want to, you know, if you want to win games in our league, you got to, you know, be tough enough to, you know, battle up front in the trenches, you know, protect the quarterback, run the football, stop the run, get after the quarterback. Um, got to gotta have a smart team so we don't, you know, hurt ourselves with, you know, self-inflicted errors, penalties turnovers you know those are things that you know cost you games in many regards so um you know we're, we're trying to look for those traits in every guy that we add and uh the more explosive we can get the better we're going to be josh, josh you come time for two more we gotta get josh if you guys do draft a quarterback uh this year do you feel good that mark davis is going to be patient and allow you to develop the quarterback the way it's needed yeah look i like i said i'm gonna go into it with a the right mentality um you know i came here with the opportunity um, you know, with Dave to, to try to build this thing in our vision. And um, I didn't look at it as a, as a one to two year project, you know, and uh, we're going to try to continue to, to do the right things every step of the way. What do you see is, uh, in terms of the secondary you guys have right now? What do you see in terms of the, the roster, you guys coming back in the secondary? What do you have to improve in that area? Yeah, I think, um, you know, we have, we have some young players um, that are coming back. Um, don't have a 
ton of experience at this point. Um, you know, Trayvon's played a ton of snaps for us at safety, obviously. Nate's played a lot of football, um, you know, for us at corner. So, um, you know, that's definitely going to be an area where uh, there's going to be some new new people in those two rooms. And, um, again, you know, trying to, trying to get more explosive, touch the football a little bit more. I'll be a little bit more active in the passing game in that regard. I think that would help us. What's the next step for Trayvon? What's the next step for his development? You have to see from him. Merrick? Well, yeah. Just, I mean, he's a he's a pleasure to work with. Um, you know, I think he learned a lot last year being his second year. You know, his first year, you know, you're playing out there. I'm not sure any rookie really totally knows everything that's going on out there. You're just trying to do your job right. I think it slowed down for him a little bit last year. We had him into some different roles. Um, I think Deron Harmon really was a big impact on Trey. Um, in terms of how to do your job every day and go about your process. So um, you'd love for Trey to take another step forward. Um, you know, we're going to use him in a lot of different roles again here. He's a really good football player and, um, you know, uh, like to see him take a leadership role in the secondary. So there was head coach Josh McDaniels. We uh, had an opportunity to talk to him out in the hallway following his little podium uh, session. He had about 15 or 20 minutes at the podium and then good like 10 minutes with mm-hmm. us. And, uh, again, Vinny, I just I kind of – reiterate you know because of what he's saying not because of what i'm saying patience yeah uh i think um dave or uh i think josh signed a six-year contract somewhere along there five there six years okay yeah. so the, mark davis didn't hire josh mcdaniels or dave ziegler with the idea of firing them after right. one year or even two years i think nobody knows that um that that a foundation needs to be created. A better foundation needs to be created for this Raiders team on the field than the owner, Mark Davis. He understands. He knows right. that. Um, I know that they made the playoffs in 20, uh, 2021, but I'll, I'll ask you this, Q. When was the first time you legitimately thought the Raiders in 2021 were a playoff team? Whew. Well, I'll tell you, I thought they were. I didn't think they were going to go on that four-game winning streak at the end. I, I said that I said on this show there's there no chance that they would do that, and I was pleasantly surprised, and I was wrong. But I, you know, I felt like that they could compete with a lot of teams in the league. I just didn't think that they were, you know, like a great team. I just didn't. But then they found ways to win, and so I said, well, why the hell not? If you're in the playoffs, why the hell not? And so I actually thought they were going to win that game against Cincinnati, mm-hmm. especially when they had a chance at the end. But it just didn't obviously happen, and so it it, it almost was kind of like fool's gold, right? They had a lot of great things go their way, uh, you know, that fell into their lap. But, again, sometimes they create that as well. So, you know, i got to give them the benefit of the doubt for that too. I'm so. not going to take anything away from what they did because they yeah. earned it. Right, right. That's that's the best way to put it. Yeah. But the thing is, was it really and truly sustainable? Right. And, and, and whether it is or isn't or was or wasn't um, is kind of beside the point. I think the bottom line is that's not what Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels and Mark Davis strive to be, a team that has to win – four straight games down the stretch just to and hope that a bunch of great things happen right. in their favor with some other teams like the Chargers and the Indianapolis Colts going down to Jacksonville and losing to a, a team that had one win <laughs> right. at that point in time, right? right? They don't want it to be a team that relies on other teams to help them get to the playoffs. Right. And they don't want to be a team that gets to the playoffs one year and then goes four or five years and doesn't right. doesn't sniff the playoffs again. That's that's what I want. Ultimately, I want to see them in the playoffs consistently. And I think that that's what everyone wants to do. Just they got to get there. And I know getting there sucks because Raider fans don't want to see this long, drawn-out process because it's been a long, drawn-out process. It's- 